um, Scorpios started uh, the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, the Vietnam War, World War One, World War Two, Korea, the Cold War. <laughs> Nothing's original and so forth. Nothing's original. Podcast. We're just two girls making another podcast. We've all seen this before. And let's go. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> It'll never hello. get better. But there's no. I feel like an asshole saying anything else. Like if I'm like, hello, listeners. What listeners? You know? Who? Who? Who are we talking to? One another. One another. This is a documentation of my conversations with Tori, nothing else. <laughs> Welcome back to Nothing Original, the podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Perini. And I'm joined with my co-host, Victoria Cruz Falk. A bit of a trigger warning. We're going to be talking about body issues, dysmorphia, eating, exercise, things that I struggle with. So (laughs) if this is not supportive to you, and your relationship with those things. You don't have to listen. If you want to hear about my eating disorder, let's do it. (laughs) 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 I understood the assignment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Big shouts to the people in Europe who, for some reason... Like, we have on the map, like, pretty big red dots, which is, like, how it shows you where it's concentrated, like, the listeners, um, in, like, Belgium and Germany and France, I think. Um, And I don't understand. So thank you if you are listening in those places for um, using the internet in the way it's intended to be used. And again, could you email us and tell us why or how and just really let's let's build some friendships here. You know, this is this is a, about emotional connections. This is about growing. Um, this is about networking. This is about networking. Add me on LinkedIn. <laughs> I updated my LinkedIn for the first time since like a years. And uh, they did send me a welcome back email. They were like, it's been a while. <laughs> so, like, I, yeah, it has. It's so rude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I filled in my jobs and I was like, yeah, I found all this shit on Indeed. Step up your game. Indeed is so much better. And I don't have to like LinkedIn. think about myself as much. Yeah, I don't have to, like, present myself. It's just like, do you want these jobs? And I'm like... It's like, yeah. Yeah. I fucking... Well, no. No. I'd actually but... <laughs> just like to be... I Like, I watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and get really emotional because of Girl Gang and also because I love them and also some of them are awful people. But imagine just being, like, a wealthy, wealthy woman that's like, hey, guys... Let's just go to France next week. Yeah? 
Yeah. Okay, let's go. That seems intimidating to me. I'm like, hey, Ben, we should go to Europe. And he's like, in 2027? Like, <laughs> Literally. Yeah, time is uh, disrespectful. It's about mm-hmm. to be Scorpio season, and I feel like oh, it was oh. just Scorpio season like two months ago, so... It's uh, always Scorpio unwell. season, baby. It's always Scorpio season, baby. It's always Scorpio season, baby. There's more of us in the world than anybody else, and that's on Valentine's Day. You're welcome. Oh my god, is that true? Unfortunately, yes. That's why the world is how it is. Um, Scorpios started uh, the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, the Vietnam War, World War One, World War Two, Korea, the Cold War. <laughs> The way that your eyebrow said Korea. (laughs) For those of you who have never seen me in real life, I have very expressive eyebrows. Think the dad from American Pie. Don't know his name. He's also in Schitt's Creek. Eugene Levy. Yeah, him. It's Levy, isn't it? Here's what I have to say about him. It's actually not. I've said Levy my whole life, and it's Levy. It's Dan Levy. (gasps) Oh! I feel cheated. I feel lied to. Me too. And what I do have to say is if you haven't seen um, the best movie from the 2010s, probably, um, New York Minute with Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen, you're fucking missing out. Let's talk about it for a second. So we've got Jared, whatever the fuck, Dean from Gilmore Girls in it, which, Mm -hmm. you know, it's fine. This is a better character for him. Yeah. I always said Paladecki because I don't respect him. Um, That's fair. Yeah. It's got Eugene Levy singing, bad girl, bad girl. What you gonna gonna do? do? (laughs) What you gonna do when I come for you? About Mary Kate, I'm pretty sure. So I always got big pedo vibes from that character. I know that they were like technically (sighs) adults, but like. He was in love with Roxy for sure. For sure. Also, why was the underlying thing there like movie pirating? Andy Richter at his finest. I didn't know that he was like on Conan, and then I saw it one day, and I was like, "Oh, that's that Chinese son of New York Minute." Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. phenomenal it's movie. I think about that movie every time I like set up my planner or something, because in my soul, I am. Oh fuck! What's her name? Roxy and and and. See, no one gives a fuck about her. No one gives a fuck. She's a Taurus. (laughs) But to be fair, I understand that they are twins, but... Oh, we should do a little game where every time a movie comes up, we place ourselves as the characters. Just for our own benefit. I'm I'm the Chinese I'm Roxy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely the... I'm going to look it up, actually, because it's going to bother me. Yeah, Roxy and Mary Jane. 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 Is it Jane? Yeah. Yeah, Jane. Yeah. No, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, Jane Ryan. Wait, that's a person. That's a real person. Also, Jared Padalecki's name in this is Trey Lipton. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god. And the woman who plays his mother is iconic. What's her name? Um Andrea Martin. On and- yeah. Andrea? I don't know how to say that name. <laughs> yeah, she's a comedy queen. And again, everyone in here, it's their best role. I feel similarly about Nick Offerman and Miss Congeniality too. Now I need to rewatch that movie because I can't for the life of me. He's pick- one of the Lone Shark guys. I need to rewatch it. Um, Bob Saget. He dangles a man from a bridge. Wait, Bob Saget is it? also in New York Minute. <laughs> Which As I what? I think he's just like. I remember him and Roxy interacting, but I don't remember why. But I remember it being like, "Is that Bob Saget?" And then it is. Um, well, let's not forget that Dr. Drew is also in there. Plays their father, yeah? Um, I can't read fast enough to process these things. Probably. Also, your face is fuzzy, and I did think that you were having, like, a little mini seizure. I thought I was having I was like... a stroke. Oh, yeah, Drew, Drew Pinsky. His name is Dr. Ryan in the movie. That's, yeah. yeah. That's, like, he plays the dad, but yeah. he's Dr. Drew, the personality, and the doctor you should not listen to, IRL. Which is hilarious. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, we're gonna... Now I just want to talk about Mary-Kate and Ashley movies. <laughs> We're gonna... Um... I do think that should be an episode not on Patreon because I have too many thoughts. I think... You know what I think we should they do? They were a big part of my childhood. Me too. I think um, we should, like, next time we see each other, just, like, sit and watch Mary-Kate and Ashley movies and then do a podcast episode, like, reflecting. I agree, and it's. I'm glad you brought that up because I do have a copy of the challenge on DVD. Have you ever seen that one? <laughs> That's one of the best ones. It's the best. It's not one of. It's the best. I think about that movie. I, in fact, I had a thought about it two days ago. I think, and I was like, "Was that a fever dream or was that a real movie?" <laughs> It's a real movie that I've seen millions and millions of times that my dad did not want me to watch. Rude. Like, what? It's just, I don't know, unrealistic. I don't know. You know that one movie where they're like 12 and they go to France because they're... Passport to Paris. Kevin. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. I know them. <laughs> Who, who's the ambassador of Paris? <laughs> Who, is it their This might uncle? be a while let's really it's like someone they're related to or someone their family knows and that's why they go to paris and i think about the packing scene in that movie a lot and especially like whenever i pack a bag which i am going to do in like two weeks to go see my brother um and like they just like throw shit in because they're supposed to be like classic 13 year olds but somehow while they're in paris after throwing all their shit in a bag and not really paying attention to what they're taking, they have matching outfits everywhere they go. Everywhere. That takes planning. That takes coordination. You can't just throw your shit in a suitcase and then match your fraternal twin. They're not identical. I would just, like, I would just love to believe that they only have... 
like all of their clothes come in sets of two. Like they throw <laughs> something in, but it's two outfits, you know? Oh my god, I love I love these women. Also the fact that there's an Elizabeth Olsen did change my life. The first time I saw Elizabeth Olsen was in a movie, I think it was called like Wander No, Wanderlust is a Jennifer Aniston movie. Um Waterlust is also a uh, spa in Lexington, Kentucky. My name is Pearl. <laughs> 10% off. Um, oh, shit. I can't think of what it's called. But it's like a movie and it's got um, an actress whose voice I don't love um, as like the main. She's like the mom. And I think it has Nat Wolf in it from the Naked Brothers Band. Oh, no. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. It's like, it's like um, Eat, Pray, Love, but the different different like the title is a similar cadence <laughs> paper towns no uh, stuck in love no grandma i'm really just reading mr troop mom uh, let me look it up mojo jojo i'm just kidding no, I'm just <laughs> he, he was in a movie called operation mojo um peace love and misunderstanding that's, That's what gotta it be is. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like Jane Fonda is like the grandmother. Um, that was the first time I saw Elizabeth Olsen, and that was an awakening for me. Um <laughs> <laughs> the bisexual one for sure. Um I actually like as an adult, I think I like her better than I like the twins. I like the twins in like a um, well, they never had a shot. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> like, I, I love the twins and what they did for my childhood. And, like, yeah, but I have this, like, distinct memory. What the fuck is this podcast episode? I have a distinct memory um, of being in Sheets, which, if you're not from, like, the DMV PA kind of, like, tri-state area, um, Sheets spelled with a z at the end is a gas station that has food and it's like a boot it's not bougie but it's like bigger than most gas stations it's kind of like wawa like sheets and wawa have a rivalry wawa is exactly what i just described just like more on the maryland side of things um and with a dumber name name. well sheets with a Z is pretty fucking stupid, but um, yeah. But as a grown adult, I'm fine with being like, "Oh, I'll meet you at Sheets," and not, "I'll meet you at Wawa." Right. So Sheets, like, you go in and they have like screens and they have quote made to order food, and so um, <laughs> they would like basically like you order on the screen and then they make you like a, a wrap or something, right? And then their French fries are really good, um, or were when I was young. The point is. My family is Catholic, and <laughs> I have ADHD. Um, my family is Catholic, and my dad, when I was growing up, wanted us to practice Catholicism, I think for the sake of his parents. Maybe he believed in it. I don't care to find out. And um, so he would bribe me with sheets. We would, like, go to sheets after Mass. And... Um, Literally, I, one time I was in Sheets. We were checking out because, like, you get you you go to the the screen, you order your food, and then you take the receipt to check out, and you can get like your drinks 
like they have like the fridge section for like drinks and stuff um and you can get like gum cigarettes that like gas station stuff um and you check out like all at once so you don't pay like on the screen or you used to not do they might have changed it anyway um when we were checking out there was like a tabloid about the Olsen twins and I remember my dad or stepmom or someone like an adult was like man they really went downhill and honestly kind of like I get why they went downhill and they are like billionaires now and I respect that but like I do think about that moment a lot when it comes to the Olsen twins because I saw a picture of them and I was like still I was young enough that I was still watching the movies and like seeing them in that like 18 19 year old like at the oldest kind of self and then I saw this picture of them and they were like super skinny and wearing like like crazy amounts of makeup and one of them had gotten like a bunch of surgery and like they just looked scary to me that's yeah (laughs) I I they're my Britney Spears like I feel similarly yeah that I think like I am not like I think I'm just like a little too young for Britney like I knew who she was but I was like more into her sister because of Zoe 101 I feel like if you were like like obviously people are it just love Britney but I feel like it was just like five years earlier yeah I agree yeah because we were in like fourth grade when she shaved her head so it was just kind of like what Yeah, we saw them at the, like, or we saw her at the, like, media taking her down point of Mm -hmm. life and not, like, I would die for you. And that is, like, Amanda Bynes. Let's, like, (sighs) I want the Patreon to be a movie podcast where we just talk about my favorite uh, icons. I think we should, and I have something to say about Amanda Bynes once we get into, like, the episode. Um, it better be positive, bitch. It better be positive. She's in fashion school now, so proud of her. Yeah. Um, she's also engaged or married. I don't remember which one. Um, so now that we've wasted 20 minutes. Wasted? No, that was a really well spent 20 minutes. <laughs> um, Talking about ladies, it's never a waste of time. Never a waste of time. Um. Do you want to talk about how we're growing? I feel like I'm of not. Course, bitch. <laughs> well, I have one of those naked juices. I think it's naked. It's not naked, but it's similar. In the bolt house uh, juices. Yeah, those ones. Mm-hmm. I have one in a mason jar with ice and a stainless steel straw. So one could say I'm doing my best. Uh, they would be wrong, but <laughs> you know. I was, like, super anxious about pretzels one day for, like, 12 hours. And I was like, oh, did I really need to spend my time doing that? The answer was no. Um, I'm going to be working on a local campaign here. I did, like, a political training with Arena Academy. Shout out to Arena Academy. It was super interesting. Um, It was also eight hours of Zoom for five days in a row, which is too much for my brain and body. Mm. But I, like, made that connection with the person who's running for city council at large, Dan Wu. Um, And so I'm actually, like, doing my best for once in a blue moon. Like, I don't know. I, like, have been taking a salsa class. 
Um, it's coming up on the end of the outdoor season for the cafe, so I'm excited to have some time off. Oh, yeah, I'm that's just... why you won't have a job in November. I was like, why won't you have a job? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we'll have a job. It will just pay me, like, $4 for a month. Which I get, yeah. <sighs> but... Yeah, I've, like, actually been, like, like I'm trying to get my house together. I went through all of my shit, the most of my shit, let's be honest, in the dining room. And I boxed up things and threw away things and put it downstairs. So I'm just, like, trying to get my shit together for real and feeling good. And, yeah, I'm actually doing okay. I, I mean, I did almost cry in the grocery store this morning, but that's because the bagging person, uh really stressed me out and then put stuff on my cart that immediately fell off of the cart and <laughs> I was just like I need to go home yeah so you said you're not growing what's the stagnation about I might be growing I'm trying to learn how to do nothing because I've never done nothing and now I'm in a position where I'm supposed to be doing nothing uh but it also makes me very anxious to do nothing um but also like yesterday i was feeling anxious and then i took a bath and like lit candles and like finished a book which i am going to send you or give to you depending on when i would send it or when i would um see you whichever comes first but um i I'm just getting used to kind of doing nothing. I'm back in the gym. My body is so sore. Um, I just have been drawing really stupid shit. Uh, just like a lot of it. Just so much of it. Um, yeah. Not a lot happening, which feels... Which is why I feel like stagnant. Um, uh it's just weird to me to like ben comes home and i'm like i didn't do anything today like <laughs> um but that's like what it's supposed to be and anytime i'm like talking to him and i'm like oh i feel so unproductive he's like you've been productive for 23 years straight relax um like i was even a productive baby like i was girl bossing as an infant um in the womb, even. In the womb, even. Um, so, not a lot happening. I'm just feeling, like, neutral overall. Like, if I had to, like, level it out, like, draw a line of best fit <laughs> um, through my emotions, I'm fine. Uh, but I am having, like, ups and downs, which is totally normal. Um, but it still doesn't feel good. It still doesn't feel good. It it because when I have a down, it's like time to cry, you know. And when I have an up, it's like, oh, this is what neutrality feels like. <laughs> um, I am on medication for my mental health. <laughs> um, I do take quite a few pills a day you could call me a pill poppin asshole if you wanted to um yeah geriatric (laughs) 
<laughs> literally i have a pill sorter <laughs> um yeah so like not a lot happening i've been trying to do like little things that i want to do but then i take on something big and i get really frustrated with it because it doesn't go right like yesterday i tried to um drill holes into a set of drawers because i'm putting hardware on the drawers and i swear to god i measured it like three times and then it turned out wrong and the Ugh. hardware doesn't fit so now i have to figure that out which is honestly just a spackle job but like it's a lot of work and a lot of materials um so i'm kind of looking forward to like this period where i can like just kind of upgrade my home to be like cute and unique and fun because right now we live in a cookie cutter 2002 apartment and i would like to live in an apartment that if i show it on tiktok it would go viral um i feel that but with three pets i just don't see that as an option for me but that is also like one of my goals is to go viral on tiktok i kid i kid i kid <laughs> just to like like where i live yeah i think that's a big thing for me is just like do i like this space um I do, I think I could like it a lot more. So that's kind of what I'm hoping to do next. Um, oh, should we check on the pod, live on the pod, to see if my dissertation got graded? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you taken your pills today? <laughs> um, no, I take them at night because I get nauseous. <laughs> Another reason why I'm just letting go and letting God when it comes to mental health. Okay, so I'm going yeah. into Blackboard right now. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm going into dissertation, view slash complete. Not graded. Woohoo. Uh my friend Hayden said like October 5th is the estimated time that we will have them back. Shouts out Hayden. Um which is soon. I would like to have it off my mental plate. Um, so anyway, speaking of plates, let's talk about how much food you should put in your body, <laughs> however fucking much you want. Let's talk about body image. I, for one, have a horrible body image. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um we will not be naming this body yaddy 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 yaddy, but we're hip. We get it. We get it. Um there's a body episode on the No I'm Not Okay podcast with Diane Guerrero. It's called Dasha Palanka talks about her body yaddy yaddy yaddy. So that's a little plug. I think I want to call this episode um, Coping with Your Flesh Prison. <laughs> um, uh, we talk about our meat sacks today, folks. I once, I don't know how to put this, um, I was once said to, and the person who said it to me uh, <laughs> will hear this. Uh, and they call the vagina a meat wallet. <laughs> so. There's so many good names for vagina. 
Yeah. Um. So let's talk about bodies. I have an eating disorder. <laughs> Say more. <laughs> um. So, like, if you went to high school with me, you remember when the school made me present to the entire school that I had an eating disorder? Because um, I... <laughs> Because we did capstone projects, um, like we had a capstone like class, um, and mine was like a food class, like it was like global food chain or something, and we learned a lot about like global food and economics and stuff like that, and also we learned how to like cook some stuff. Um, I decided to do my final project <laughs> on eating disorders because I had one as a youth and thought that I was healed, which I was not. And um, then they picked the best presentation from each class to do it in front of the school. And so they picked mine, Ugh. obviously. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, and I was like, um okay <laughs> and so i had to go in front of the school and be like this is what i know about eating disorders i had one <clears throat> so hand if anybody else has been personally victimized by an eating disorder oh you yeah i can yeah. see it anybody else <laughs> um and i thought that i was healed I I was so deeply not healed <laughs> um, and just was doing the worst things to my body. And then in college, I like gained a bunch of weight freshman year, as you do. Um, and I was not OK with it because I had an eating disorder. And then I lost a bunch of weight, a bunch of weight, a bunch of weight. And then I was like, look at me, I've overcome my eating disorder because I'm skinny. <laughs> and then uh, the pandemic hit and I was like, man, I should really deal with this, huh? And Ben was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, my therapist was like, yeah. <laughs> so I have a lot of thoughts on bodies, um, but also I feel like I could rant and not go anywhere. So do we want to do like, questions or like how do we want to do this we said wing it let's wing it um with like questions scattered in thereabouts okay um okay so you that's your general like relationship with your body in a large timeline yeah yeah Okay, my, like, overall body story... Can you hush, ma'am? Thank you. Um, I was, like, a kid, like we, most of us have to do. Um, <laughs> and I guess in, like, fourth grade, I guess, I just, like, started to get chonkier and chonkier. <laughs> I only ever use like chonky for like pets, <laughs> so I'm imagining talking about a child 
uh, as they're walking around. <laughs> She's pretty chunky, huh? Uh, and then, and I was like always taller, but not super tall. So like it was just like I looked like a little mini pumpkin. And then I guess middle school was probably my like most puffy, chunky faced. Tory, and then I guess high school I was like playing three sports and I was growing taller so I was like wearing my weight well or like better or whatever um and was stronger and I like thought I was a whale like I literally thought I was like the biggest thing ever and like we'll look at pictures for me then I'm like oh my god I was fucking skinny um and then also gained weight at the beginning of college, but also was diagnosed with PCOS, like, in between mm-hmm. high school and college. And doctors, like, my pediatrician was always like, yeah, you need to lose weight, you need to do this. And I was like, dude, I'm playing, like, three sports. Right. I don't exactly know what else you want from me. Um, and then my gynecologist was like, oh... I, you have an irregular period. That is one of the symptoms for PCOS. Let's take a look. And they, like, also for another topic at some point, like, the first time I was, like, ever penetrated was with a wand doing an ultrasound. And I when I heard ultrasound, I thought they were going to be, like, putting jelly on my tummy and looking. But no, they were just lubing it up and sticking it in. And I was like... Who boy, you you didn't tell me about this, did ya? Um, I can see how loud I'm talking. I deeply apologize. Um, I'll adjust it in the editing. <laughs> I, I thank you. And then um, they were like, yep, you have PCOS. You don't have any cysts. Um, it's really difficult to lose weight with PCOS, but it can also help cure it. So um, you should probably try and do that. And I was like, wait, what? It's what you're saying (laughs) you're saying it's really difficult and that there's like weird weight gain and like just general like ups and downs with weight but the the solution here is i just lose weight okay thank you so much for your opinion thank you um and then yeah i definitely like have gained weight and then I like lost a bunch of weight when I studied abroad in Ecuador because I was walking everywhere and the altitude was super high and I was like eating rice and beans and meat and shitting my brains out (laughs) and then I got in a relationship last August and then gained a bunch of like half like I didn't gain a bunch of weight during the pandemic I was like actually just like in my bed eating water and being sad but then I got in a happy relationship and we eat so much food and always not always the best food for our bodies that I want to be putting in it. And I've like gained weight in the past couple months to the point where like my bridesmaid's dress is just like a little, it's just a little tighter than I would like it to be. Um, which we don't love to see. Also the dog is so annoying. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, relatable. I've had stomach issues my whole life. Um, hot girls have tummy problems. Um, and 
no one's ever been able to tell me what it is. And the only reason that I have a regular period is because I'm on birth control. I didn't have one before then. Same. Um, when did you get yours? Birth control? Well, um, that, but period. Oh, I was like 13. I was like super late. I was like sophomore really like winter sophomore year yeah oh wow i thought i was late yeah and i like don't know if i've mentioned this before but i've got big old knockers and i like don't know if i've mentioned this before but i've got big old knockers and i like don't know if i've mentioned this before but i've got big old knockers (laughs) you definitely have mentioned it before but for those who need a reminder um (laughs) OnlyFans.com. Tori is constantly cradling. Uh, it's true. Uh, I like. <laughs> I, I like like them. I used to not, but it, there is. I just like it's a lot to carry around all the time. Yeah, I and, like, can't. When you imagine. lay down, it's just like, ugh. Uh, what? So I've asked you on a previous podcast to be like my nutritionist and fitness coach. What is your relationship with like food and exercise now and what has it been? Mm, okay. So starting from the beginning. <laughs> In the womb, I used to do 25 sit-ups every morning. <laughs> um, I, I was a chubby kid and my parents both have questionable relationships with food um my dad more so than my mom and um it was a thing that like would be said to me like oh you just need to lose a little bit of weight oh like you should exercise like you should eat differently and I was like 10 and not in control of my schedule or my food um and when I got to high school, I felt super anxious about food. Um, at one point, I was like, like trigger warning, I guess. At one point, I was like only eating like a couple hundred calories a day. And I was like, oh, I'll just lose a bunch of weight and then I'll be happy. Um, so I've always kind of my weight has always kind of ebbed and flowed. Um, based on my relationship with food, pretty much. Um, but <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was muted. Oh, there we go. I was muted. Okay. Anyway, you guys get the point. I'm going to mute myself because I have the hiccups. Um, but yeah, I always had like a, a pretty stressful relationship with food. Um, and like my dad would tell me things like um i can't eat bagels because they're like five pieces of bread and you shouldn't even be having one piece of bread um and like only eat egg whites don't use oils only use sprays um and i really didn't know what balance looked like um And then in college, I kind of 
did all of that to myself. Like at one point I had myself on like a 1200 calorie diet, which does not work. Um, (laughs) And I was like stagnant at a weight that I wasn't happy with um, because I put a lot of like emphasis, moral emphasis on weight. Um, And I was like doing a lot of cardio in college, especially my sophomore year. Um, and I hate cardio. Like I like walking, but like any other kind of cardio makes me want to die. And so I was just kind of like making myself suffer. Um, and then like my going into my junior year of college when I was at my adult thinnest, um, it was because I had spent like six or eight weeks with my dad the summer before. And so I was like only exercising and eating not a ton. <laughs> um, and I, but I was like parading it around like I was a god. And I was like, oh, I can do it. You can do it too. Like, eh. like I even like posted on my and Lauren's blog about it, which does not exist anymore. Um, and I was, yeah, I was just like, I had a super negative relationship with food and exercise for a really long time. Um, But something that did come out of that, like, period is that I started going to the gym for, like, weights. And I started really, really light with, like, dumbbells. Both of my cats have entered the chat. Um, (laughs) I started with dumbbells and stuff like that and just going, like, super easy on it and trying to learn. And then Ben taught me some, some stuff with dumbbells. Um, and then, like, I gained some weight, and I remember talking to Tori about this, like, obviously I gained weight because I got back to college and started eating again, um, and I remember saying something to Tori, like, I want to lose, like, eight pounds, like, help me stay accountable, um, which, gross, um, (laughs) and I was just, like, (sighs) exercising because I would feel guilty if I didn't, and eating things that like I would not eat a lot or I would eat something that I wasn't really into and then and I was I was just not doing super well and then um the spring of junior year I had gained a little bit of weight and I was uncomfortable with that fact but something that I started doing was like really going hard in the gym And I developed a better relationship with that because once you start weight training at any level, like I'm talking like, like just weight exercising, not like just going to the gym to do cardio, like even just like picking up a dumbbell and walking around. Right. Um, I started to like really enjoy that. And that was something that I really wanted to like integrate into my days. And so I was, like, (laughs) exercising a lot. I was having a pretty medium relationship with food. Like, I was was still making myself eat things that I didn't love. But then I would, like, eat out and it wasn't a big deal. Um, And then, honestly, like, I don't know what happened, but I just kind of started eating. Like... (laughs) Um, it was like right before the pandemic and I was just like, I really like to eat. And then the pandemic hit and I wasn't moving as much and I was just like stressed about that. 
because movement kind of became like an integral part of my life because I walked to class and I lived like a mile away from campus. So I walked a lot and then I was doing a lot of gymming and just things like that. And like my relationship with fitness was good when I had access to it and then bad when I didn't because I felt guilty that I wasn't doing it again. So it was still kind of precarious. Um, And I gained a good amount of weight during the pandemic, um, partly from going on Prozac, partly from I've been dealing with like a lot of hormonal things with my birth control and stuff, PMDD, stuff like that. And then partly just because like I was unapologetically feeding myself, like I was like not reducing my intake by, you know, the I'm not burning 700 calories in exercise or something. So I'm not gonna eat no a normal amount you know what I mean so like I decided that that wasn't how it was gonna go and then I moved in with Ben and you know you know (laughs) how that goes um and I had a really hard time over the winter because I realized that I had gained a lot of weight and that was something that I wasn't ready to be neutral about um And I was just kind of like nervous about it and nervous about how like Ben saw me and how my family would see me um, because I only felt like I was like good enough when I was skinny. And then I started talking to my therapist about it, which I hadn't before then because like we would talk about it and then I would get anxious and like kind of shut down. So like I started talking through it and I started free eating I think is like a good way to say it like I was just like eating things that sounded good no matter the nutritional portfolio profile whatever you want to call it um no matter the calories like collecting data on how things made me feel um and by doing that I kind of came to terms with the fact that I'm in a bigger body now because I'm taking care of something that for so long I didn't And so now I'm in a weird space, weird isn't good weird, Um, where basically my therapist and I have been working a lot on like eating and stuff like that to the point of where I do have like a, a weight loss goal because I think that you can like love yourself and love your body but still want to make changes. Um... And I just feel more confident when I'm a like a pant size smaller than I am, right? Like it's not a drastic thing that I'm trying to do. It's just like, where can I meet my body in like a happy medium that I feel comfortable? Um, and I weighed myself the other day, and I swear to God, <laughs> like literally until like this month, last month, maybe the month before, like I every time I got weighed, I would like panic and like I would get weighed at like doctors and I would hate it and like I almost asked them not to do it um and I stepped on the scale the other day because I decided that I was going to use it as a way to like track progression toward a goal versus like putting morality on it so I looked at the scale obviously the number is like higher than I'm used to seeing because I have gained weight and like there's not anything wrong with that Um, and I just looked at it and I was like, okay, you know, like, (laughs) like, this is what it is. This is where we're kind of like, not starting, but this is like the body that I'm in right now. And this is what, this is how much force it is exerting onto the ground. 
um, which is what weight is. And in terms of fitness, I'm trying to be non-judgmental of myself with fitness because before the pandemic, I was real fucking strong. Like, I could probably deadlift Tori if I had tried. Um, Tori is Tori is much much bigger than me. Like she is taller than me. Like she is mommy. All of (laughs) (laughs) all of the ways that you can be bigger than someone. I am bigger than Catherine. Although you have like you have like very slender like wrists and calves and ankles and ankles. Dude, it's the Falk ankles. I was talking about this at a party because I wore my sand. I wear like I have so many shoes. Well, not so many. Not like Erica Jane. Ooh, ooh, triggered. Um, only the housewives ladies will get that. That was for <laughs> Hannah. Um, but someone's just like, oh my god, you have just such like delicate little ankles, like elegant feet. And I'm like, yeah, I am massive. And she was like, no, you're not. And I was like, no, I'm not. Like, here's the thing about like being fat or like bigger or chonkier or whatever is people are always like, don't say that. It's like, well, no, I just said like something that's true. I am like a large person and you are the one that is putting like negativity on that and I am not. So like, but I'm like massive and then my wrists are probably smaller than yours and my hands are probably the same size. Like, itty-bitty, it's crazy. Yeah, and like I have Mondo calves and ankles because that's like the turner like my mom's side of the family like everything is fucking genetics yeah so my mom's family all has like crazy strong crazy thick calves um we have low muscle insertions which means that we don't look like we have ankles it's just like one solid block um so like I also, I mean, I have, like, dainty, like, wrists and hands because I am a feminine person, I guess. (laughs) Um, But, like, they're pretty normal. Like, they, sometimes I look at my hands in the mirror, like, when I'm at the gym and I'm like, baby hand. Like, (laughs) Um, but they're they're pretty average. Um, But, yeah, like, I just, I just don't, it's completely genetic like my body looks like my mom's body looks like her sister's body looks like our grandma's body looks like um, my cousin's body like every time I'm with my little cousin um I just like look at her legs and I'm like it's like looking in a mirror like sometimes I'm like (laughs) insecure about my legs because I think it's really easy to be insecure about having like bigger qualities because people do put like morality on size and then I see her and I'm like you're so cute like and we have this pretty much the same body like she cheers so like she maintains a weight where I don't because I go through a lot of fluctuations but um even so like we have very similar like body structures and like I'm just like like I I love her body like I love her and I love the way that she looks I think she's beautiful and like I'm like, oh, bitch, (laughs) she kind of do be looking like you. (laughs) It's literally fucking stupid. Yeah, I, like, my mom's relationship with her, like, everyone on my mom's side, which is the family that I'm, like, know and I'm closer to, um, is, like, bigger 
mm-hmm. and diabetic mm. and like I like my mom was would talk about my weight in front of people or like not in front of people but in front of me to other people mm-hmm. as like this bad thing which really affected how I like viewed myself um and like she was dealing with her own body stuff and was like like I tell her like my if I have kids they're not going to know the word diet cuz I just watched her like try diet after diet and was like doing keto and then would try and have me do it and it was like I was bringing this lunch don't remember what the diet was but it was like you took a slice of cheese and maybe like a hard boiled egg and like four crackers or something like that so I took that to school and someone was like is that all you have for lunch and I and I was embarrassed because I didn't want them to know right that my mom like thought I needed to lose weight or something like that so instead I was like oh yeah well we're not we haven't gone to the grocery store in a while and I would and I told my mom that and she's like well don't tell people that they're gonna think we're poor it's like you would rather have people think that we are (laughs) that you the idea of people thinking that we're poor is awful but the idea of people knowing that you're like telling your daughter you can't eat that much because of who she is and how much she weighs is like the better that's the better option uh yeah hate that yeah and like and I even and so like I have a relationship I think with my body now that I'm like super proud of like I tried on this dress the other night and like didn't love it and I looked at Brandon and I was like I look like a pumpkin like my titties and my back is coming out of this dress like I am a pumpkin that tried to put on a kid's t-shirt it's just like not working um and I like didn't freak out about it because it I and I keep saying it like this like if I went to your closet right now and tried on a dress and it didn't zip or I like was like having to suck in or whatever and it didn't fit it would be absurd of me to like make that make me feel some type of way because I'm like well yeah this dress wasn't made to fit me that's why it doesn't fit that doesn't have anything to do with me like obviously so I'm like in a good place now about that kind of thing I do like also want to be fitter just because I want to be more active than I have been in the past year um and again like there are things out of your control like when I was in Spain and Ecuador I walked everywhere I went so Mm -hmm. like obviously like my legs were stronger and I was a little lighter but then I've been here and I drive more and there was a there's a whole pandemic you know like things are like changes are normal um but I do want to be in a place where I'm like stronger and like more active in a recreational and social way Mm -hmm. which will like obviously in turn like mean I'll probably be like a little lighter or whatever have uh, whatever so I think I'm in a good spot and I like it's so weird to talk about your body because I also don't want to like like you gave me that scale when you were moving and I like looked at it the other day and I was like and I like genuinely like I don't weigh myself because I'm like I don't need to know that like you said it's literally just like 
Yeah. How much mass is there? This Are you the one today? who took the scale? Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a cool scale, and it I just like cool have scale. it in my like under sink cabinet, and I look at it, and I'm just like, okay, well, that just like doesn't serve me. Yeah, I like just I want to live in a like body neutral yeah environment. Like, I hugged my friend that I hadn't seen in a long time in person when I saw her at home a couple months ago, and she's like much skinnier than I remember. And I, like, was taken aback by it, and I, like, did comment on it, and immediately I was like, oh, fuck, I wish I hadn't said that. Because I, first of all, hate when people, like, I was in a group setting where someone kept just being like, oh, my God, you've lost so much weight to this other girl. And she's like, wow, you look so good, and all these things. I'm like, this person could literally be starving right now, and you're just, like, validating all of those things, and also then... Like, why are we talking about our bodies? It just feels weird. Like, even about my cats. Like, everyone always comments on how small Granny is. And then I get, like, insecure and be like, well, is she not eating enough? Or what? And, like, I'm like, no. Some animal people, some people are bigger and some people are smaller. Like, Mm -hmm. it's fine. Like, Lizzo has also been deeply important for that. And two black women in my life, like, one that I'm not super close with anymore and one that I am, like, really taught me like my relation to clothes and style has always been negative because i'm like i don't want to fucking go try shit on like that's a horrendous experience and like i'm tall so jeans were always like cropped at the ankle for me and people would like make fun of it i'm like dude there aren't jeans long enough for my legs at the moment that aren't like 50 million dollars right um but I met this girl my freshman year, and the first time I saw her, she was in a crop top, and her stomach was showing, and she has, like, stretch marks. And I was taken aback, because I have stretch marks on my stomach, and I was like, wait, the fuck? Like, she's okay with everyone seeing her? And, like, was always just super confident, and then my other friend is so stylish. She's got bigger knockers than me, and, like, I genuinely never had friends that I could, like try on clothes like I didn't have friends that were the same size as me Mm -hmm. and I had a friend that visited New York and came back with um I was gonna say merch I hate that for me um with like touristy stuff Mm -hmm. she was like do you want these pants or this t-shirt and they were both size small and I like took the t-shirt but I was like what do you what did you I just don't understand and then i was like at her house one time and she was like you don't have to sleep in those clothes i can like lend you like pajamas and i was like no that's okay and i was like because i'm not gonna fit in your clothes and i don't want to like have that experience you know right so then having like this friend with giant ass knockers i know you're listening out there you know who you are um like i was looking for a dress to wear to brandon's brother's wedding and she's like oh we'll try this it's a fall color and like that was like super important to me like i didn't look good in the dress i did look like a pumpkin because it was orange but there's just like so many moving parts to having a body and like being in a relationship has helped too like i've gained weight and brandon like obviously has noticed and i'll be like oh my gosh i gained so much weight with you this is all your fault like this is some like what it's just like no i'm fucking happy and in love and it's fine um but, like, I would never wear a bikini out in public ever since being, like, an adult person. 
And then being with him, like, I, we went to a lake together, not the recent trip we took, but, like, 4th of July weekend, and I wore a bathing suit, like, out in public, which was, like, huge for me. And then Mm -hmm. I, and I, like, like the bikinis I have, and then I wore them the other times we've gone swimming this summer, and that's something that, like, I would have never done. Um, yeah. But there's also, like, the health stuff, like, my uncle and grandma both died of, like, What's it called? Congenital heart failure. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Genital. Congenital. Congenital. Okay. Isn't that? That's doesn't that mean word. you're born with the issue though? <clears throat> well, then that's definitely not what it was. But basically, their hearts gave out, and I don't want to go that way. And I want to be healthier than the people in my family that I've seen, like at their time. Like I want to be like, if I make it to seventy-five, I want to be like moving and yeah. not like losing my shit so yeah bodies are weird they're just sacks of meat yeah honestly yeah i feel you though on like the parents like (laughs) like uh, sending you to school with like shitty lunches and stuff like that like did you ever eat sandwich thins the like they look like english muffins but they're like bread but they're oh, like I, oh, I know what you're fucking Very thin, about. yeah. Those Have you ever big. eaten Melba toast? Mm-mm. Yeah, don't. It's like a bad crouton. My, yeah. And like, the reason that I went, I swear to God, like, this is the reason that I went to a boarding school. Because um, we were weighing like the pros and cons of going to a boarding school. And obviously, like, it costs a lot of money. So it's not like a decision that you just you're like ah i'm going (laughs) um and my dad's pro list was like i would have access to a gym and like a salad bar and he made this plan for me that i did not follow ever the plan was that she would pick me up at like five and take me to school at like five and I would get there at like 5.45 and then exercise, like do a full workout every single day and then go to breakfast and get an egg white omelet. I didn't do that, um, but my dad had like a whole, my dad had like a whole spreadsheet of this plan. And Elisa um, was like, we're not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I was just like devastated and i made a friend and i said oh she's a lot like me i don't really talk to this girl anymore so if anyone is listening it's not you um but (laughs) and my dad was like oh does she need to lose weight too like that was that was what i was and then i was like really insecure about wearing certain clothing and like clothes to me was just like a way to cover up and not and to like hide and now something that I'm really experimenting with is, like, clothes and, like you said, like, finding clothes that make me feel good. And I, I know that I'm in kind of, like, a typical body for clothes. Like, I'm a mid-size person. Like, so, like, I'm who clothes are made for. <laughs> um, so it's a little less, like, logistically difficult for me, I would say. Like, I don't have to have, like, specially made jeans. I do have long legs, but not that long. Um, But, like, I've always been very insecure about clothes, and 
I was more confident when I was a bit smaller, when I had kind of a healthy relationship with everything, like late junior, early senior year. Um, But like once the pandemic hit and things stopped fitting and like I was just feeling like so shitty about my body. um, And then I started buying new clothes that like fit me. Don't get me wrong. I have a I'm not perfect. I have a couple of pair of jeans that I just like love (laughs) and cannot get rid of even though they don't fit me um and I want to fit into them yeah Yeah, but I know that that's not the goal you know um but like I just I've been like I was there yeah I bought some new pants recently and I got them in the mail and here's something that I have been doing I've been trying things on and if I don't like them I don't keep them I used to keep everything just because I was like I didn't know what I like when I lose weight I'll wear this yeah when I whatever I'll wear this yeah I think clothes are so important too for like body image because like if I'm wearing my white corduroy pants unstoppable right but if I'm wearing like a pair of jeans that I have had for a long time and used to fit me and now they fit me a little bit differently but they still fit because they're kind of stretchy I feel kind of bulbous like I feel like I'm overflowing and I'm not meant to be in these pants you know what I mean and like that's Mm -hmm. not a good feeling so I would rather dress for my body and like accept the changes and then maybe if I ever do lose weight because your body changes and your body goes through seasons and all that kind of stuff tailors exist (laughs) yes they do we need to use them more like i yeah and like i went shopping i went thrift shopping um for my brother because he's kind of going through like transitional phases with his style and his hair he just cut off like 18 inches of hair um and i went thrift shopping for him to find him some clothes for cheap just so he could like have some good staples without having to like deliberate over expensive brands this that and the other um and I got him some stuff and one of the pairs of pants that I got him were like way too big for him and I knew that but they were like perfect for his style and so he's just gonna take him to the tailor like <laughs> we live down the street from a tailor everyone does like <laughs> um yep. and so that's something that I'm like trying to do more of is just like find pieces that I really really love that make me feel good in my body and then if my body changes and I still want to love those clothes just change them yeah yeah I just I have so many clothes that's like one of the things that I was doing when I was cleaning everything in my dining room was like, I have all these clothes that I'm keeping. I'm up for advice from anybody out in the world. Like I, do I need to keep these t-shirts? Do I take them to Goodwill? Like, like high school stuff. Like there's this little part of me that's like, well, what if you ever become the field hockey coach at Richard Montgomery high school? I don't want that for myself. So there's no need for it, but it also seems wasteful to get rid of it. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I just have so many clothes already but I, like, am also trying, similar to your brother, to, like, curate, like, my style and, like, what feels yeah. good. I, You know what I've been doing is, like, I've been, like, trying on, like, okay, so, like, if I don't know how I feel about it, I try it on. And if I know that I'm not going to wear it anytime soon, I'm trying to sell stuff on Poshmark. 
which I did curtsy and I got rid of like a like 10 items which was nice but then I also like bought 10 items yeah I don't buy anything on Poshmark that's like my rule is like you're here to sell not to buy yeah that was my rule too and I just it didn't and I also have worn maybe two of the things I bought but that's okay and something I was doing like a month ago was just wearing shit that I that I have that fits me that I look good in that I like feel good in but I just don't wear it because it's like I wear like my 20 pieces literally of clothes like including shoes and that's it and then one day Brennan was gonna take me to the farmer's market before he went and did a thing and so I just put on this cute little like jumpsuit thing that I have and wore it and he was just like oh you never wear that right and I was like yep that's the rule and it's like that whole week I was just like wearing shit that I never wear that it's like what 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 is the point yeah like I keep saying I want all these new clothes and it's like well I have them still from the last time I felt that way in my closet right yeah yeah I also think the thing that's hard about like not hard just like different about like gaining weight and clothes is like not only do they not necessarily fit you because you're a different size you're also different proportions because you don't just gain weight in the same place that you like like you don't gain fat where you held fat before necessarily and like you don't gain muscle where you had muscle before like my ass has grown fat 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 (laughs) like she got a baduki. She got a baduki. She got a baduki. Okay, like <laughs> <laughs> a dump truck. Um <laughs> and I that started happening like before the pandemic when I was weightlifting a lot and like pressing a lot and squatting and stuff. Um I literally that's the other thing that I do want to talk about is like working out. I am learning how to lift heavy. And by doing that, I mean that I am learning how to properly squat in a squat rack, deadlift with the deadlift thing, <laughs> and bench press, and then do auxiliary exercises along with those. And so I did my squats the other day, and, you know, I haven't been in the gym in a while because of my dissertation. And so it was a little bit harder than it was. And then I did leg presses and I did calf raises. I did the whole thing and that was fine. My legs are still still sore. And then I did a chest day. That was on Monday. I did a chest day on Wednesday. So I'm waiting for like the gym bros to leave the freaking bench press because for some reason, every man who's in a gym puts his shit on the bench press bench, I guess, and like doesn't move it. He's not using it. He's not there. Anyway, so... I wait for one of them to move and then I go and I do like one set um, with just the bar because before I stopped going to the gym for a little while, I was doing not a ton, but like maybe five or 10 pound plates on each side, which is like, you know, 55, 65 pounds. It's pretty good for someone of my my stature. Um, And I did it with the bar and I was like, whew. And so I put five pounds on each side. And I I couldn't do it. Like, I could not do it. And so I replaced them with two and a half pounds. 
And I was so nervous that someone was going to be like looking at me <laughs> and be like, what is this bitch doing? No one cares. This is my go to the gym. Like, it's so much fun. It feels so good. And no one gives a shit about you there unless you make them, which I don't. Or it's like all about themselves. Like they're just it's a, there's two reasons why people give a fuck about you in a negative way. One, they're mm -hmm. projecting. Two, they're just like a meathead and rude and just a misogynist. Like that thing Elizabeth said of like, why are all these men judging women for going to the gym and just doing butt exercises or whatever? It's like, well, duh. Have you been on the internet before? Literally. And like, <sighs> I'm lucky because at my gym, like the people who go there, the times that I go there because I am unemployed, um, are like, there are a few like meatheads and stuff, but mostly there are old people who are getting trained or gay guys. Now, why don't the gays have jobs? No, okay. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why. I don't know what the situation is of anyone who's there, right? Because, like, why would I talk to them? But, like, every time I see someone there, I'm like, why don't you have a job? Even though, like, I'm also there. Um, <laughs> and there, there's, like, a pretty hefty gay population at our gym. And then there are the meatheads. And honest to God, like, the meatheads don't look at you. They're so caught up in themselves. So, like, oh, I yeah. actually feel really confident when I'm in the gym, even if I'm just bench pressing two and a half pounds on each side. And those plates are little. Like, they let you know when you're not doing a lot. Like, oh, yeah. They're like, here you go. Here's a single bean to add to your bar. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I was, like, I don't know. I was feeling so nervous. And then I did 30 minutes. And I was, like exhausted because like i said my chest and tries are not that strong those are like my two weakest muscle groups and so i did 30 minutes and i was like after just about 30 minutes i had finished one of the things i was doing and i was like i physically cannot do anymore and i was like but if i leave like the person at the front desk is going to be like uh she was only here for 30 minutes they you know what the person don't know who you are literally you know what the person at the front desk said to me when i left what bye <laughs> yeah I was the same way for years and years. Like, I would only go to the gym. Like, I think, okay, let's not act like I don't still do this now. It's also because of my schedule, but I, like, prefer to be at the gym when it's empty. Um, oh, yeah, but it's but, it's also a convenience thing. Oh, yeah. But, like, at, like, UK, I would be like, well, I don't want people to see me sweat or see how red I get when I run or judge me because I'm not doing whatever and it like I think they're like they had a Wonder Woman event at the UK gyms like every year that was just like no men are allowed and we will show you how to use the equipment so when you're like there you don't have those nerves so those are like real feelings that have to do with like misogyny but also that feeling of like oh my god they're judging my workout or whatever like dude if you just like I've been one of my things that I'm going to try to do this October, November is like really work on short-term goals because like I love soda, for example. So like mm. I would out of nowhere just be like, you know what? This shit's so bad for me. It's so much sugar. That's why I'm a fat piece of shit. No more soda for the rest of my life. And then I'd make it like three days and I'd be like, I need a fucking Coke. 
And so I'm going to try and make like short-term goals. Like I'm going to go to the gym like four times this week, even if it's literally just like I do, I walk a mile on the treadmill or yeah. 15 minutes, like whatever it I need and feels good. Um, yeah. Like movement is good for you and like do it because it's good for you and do things that yeah. you like to achieve that thing that's good for you. Yeah. Don't make it unbearable. You don't need to run if you don't want to run. I fucking hate running. You know what I don't do? I don't run. I like running. I don't run right now because, well, I, uh, back to me having big knockers. I need to wear like a good sports bra in order to run. And, and they just kind of don't exist. <laughs> they, they don't. And Brandon and I like sometimes go to the gym when I get off work. So I, I just wore the sports bra that I had worn to work. And he was trying to race me and see who could get to a mile first. So I started running. But I did have to hold on to them the entire time. And I was just like, well, this this is just not going to work. But I, I did tell you I want to run a half marathon. Yeah, which is wild to me because I fucking hate running. Um, I have big knockers for my size. Nothing compared to Tories. Like, Tories are like mommy milky. Like, no one can compare. Um, but like for my size, I got a pretty hefty load in the front and, um, I, and in the back. Uh, uh, we will be starting an OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> um, but like I, sometimes when I sneeze, I like grab my boobs at, cause they'll like move a lot, you know? Cause like they have no self-control. They, they're just there to terrorize. Um, truly and I'll like sneeze and like grab my chest and Ben will be like that's cute why did you do that and I'm like you wouldn't (laughs) understand imagine if every time you sneeze your fucking dick (laughs) was just like like elephants elephant nose just like like (laughs) up in the air you would have a hand over your crotch like (laughs) yeah and with the times I sneeze every day it's a lot it's a lot. I also live in sports bras. Like, I don't like wearing real bras because Same. even if I'm wearing a bra that fits me, it still doesn't fit me. I've never no. had a bra fit. And, like, sports bras just really keep it all in and just really do it for me. But yeah, that's our body yaddy 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 talk. Um, There's, like, eh. so much we could say. Oh, something I did want to bring up. Well, honestly, basically, there's so much we can talk about bodies. I, like, have always validated people, like, like my one friend, her sports team that she was on in college, like, people would be like, oh, it's so funny that you don't have an ass or whatever. (laughs) And then I was just like, dude, if anyone's commenting on your body, it's just because they're in a place with their own body that they, like, don't want to acknowledge it or they're trying to hold on to something to be like, oh, I have a valid body because I have this thing that the internet tells me is, like, the thing you need right now or whatever. Yeah. Um. But I wanted to talk about body dysmorphia because I definitely don't have it. Um, and <laughs> humble brag. And you and Olivia were talking about like shorts one day. And I like looked in the mirror and I was just like very grateful in that moment that I was like, I don't love how my body looks or feels all the time. Like I don't love how like chunky my inner thighs are. But every time I, like, look in the mirror, they're the same, and I know I'm seeing what is there. And 
I know that's not everyone's experience. Can't relate. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no idea what I look like. Um, never have, never will. Um, Sometimes also, I look if you in the don't mirror. Want to talk about it, no, okay. I don't even know what to talk about. Some, sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, "Good day, chunk," you know. <laughs> and like three hours later, I'll look in the mirror and be like, "Ah, skinny," you know. <laughs> I really don't know what I look like. Um, I also ha- like I've I look now when I look at myself how I thought I looked when I was at my smallest and everywhere in between and i don't know if that's how i look now or if that's how i think i look now and sometimes i'll like see an actress or like someone in social media or something that has like a similar body to how i perceive mine and i'll be like oh like that person looks like me and that's really reassuring um and ben will be like literally they don't like here are the reasons you're different <laughs> and i'll be like what <laughs> um Biggest compliment I've ever gotten was my brother telling me that I looked like Florence Pugh in Midsummer. Um, did that have anything to do with her body? No, it was purely facial expressions. But um, I would love in my shallowest heart of hearts uh, to look like Florence Pugh. I think anyone would. Um, but like, I don't know what I look like. I don't know how people perceive me. I think I'm taller than I am. I don't understand how I walk out in public and people aren't just like watching a blob roll down the street. <laughs> At the same time, I don't know how I go out in public and people are like, aren't like, ah, eat a hamburger. You know what I mean? Like, I have no fucking clue what I look like. Um, just truly no, no clue. <laughs> and like, sometimes I'll like, wear a pair of shorts and I'll be like look at you muscular bitch and then sometimes I'll wear the same pair of shorts like three days later and I'll be like do you eat a fucking Oreo <laughs> but also like not because I don't really... No, because we support the strike the Nabisco strike so like <laughs> yeah I'm eating Oreos from Whole Foods like I know that we don't support Jeff Bezos either um but there's only we don't support anybody how so much you can do um <laughs> But, um, yeah, I don't, like, actually think like that in it. You know that, like, old Tumblr post or whatever that's, like, your first thought is reactionary and your second thought is actually, like, what you think? Um, it's, like, revisionary. So, like, I'll be, like, you eat an Oreo, bitch? And then I'll be, like, don't do that. <laughs> the fuck up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's very hard for me to know what I look like. Um, it's, it's very hard for me to know how clothes look on me dude it's so stupid have you ever like looked at your friend and been mean about their body because i've never seen you and been like wow Catherine's a fat sack of shit you know <laughs> like the only time like here's the thing i'm all for body neutrality however i do like making compliments of the body which i know is not body neutrality but aaron has those like pants that make your butt look really good and jiggle. You know mm-hmm. the pants I'm talking about. I think so. That are like mm-hmm. designs and whatever. And she was wearing them one day and I was like walking up the stairs to her apartment behind her. And I was like, dude, your ass is illegal. Like this, this what I'm <laughs> seeing right now, that's illegal. Um, and I just want to keep that same energy, you know, because yeah, I don't know. Um, do we have anything else to say about bodies? Um, let's do our unoriginal 
thoughts and quickly and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Um, my unoriginal thought is that Catherine is hateful for saying that my kid, my kids, truly my kids, my cats and dogs should be put down. I said, <laughs> I said we should put them into a coma while we're recording and so that they don't clack, clack, clack in the background. <laughs> and what does that sound to you guys like, folks? To me, that sounds like she wants them dead. It's called euthanasia. Look it up. <laughs> Ready? You hear that? I hear you clumping around. Oh, here comes Bella. She's mad about it. Um, my unoriginal thought is that Kodiak which is a company who makes essentially pancake mixes <laughs> um, and things like that, but they're like protein pancake mixes. Um, they also make like muffin mixes and et cetera, et cetera, is arguably one of my favorite companies in the universe because it means that I can like healthify, even though that's not what I'm trying to do, like make more nutritious like the things that I love to eat, like waffles and muffins. Um and honestly, sponsor me. Like I fucking love Kodiak. I did have waffles this morning. My unoriginal thought is waffles. Oof. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking at their website they've got uh, maple donut, apple fritter bread. When I looked up Kodiak, it did come up with just like the spot in Alaska first, which, you know, wasn't ideal. I've never seen, okay, no, I have seen the, um, power cup, I think, in the grocery store before. Yeah, they sell like the pancake mix and then they sell like their oatmeals and stuff like that, um, at Kroger. But they sell like review. much more. <laughs> This person gave five bears, and <laughs> there's no title to the review. It just says S'mores Flapjack Cup, which is the name of the item. <laughs> five bears to you. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really just like in a, like th my Kroger didn't have the Kodiak mix that I used for like two weeks and I was in a funk until I ordered them online um really worth it I did spend $40 on it because you have to one way or another like their minimum is $40 so you either pay like $20 in shipping or you just get $20 worth of stuff um so I'm happy now that I have had my fix um so this has been nothing original the podcast uh, uh support Mary us Kate on Ashley stand account <laughs> support us on patreon um venmo us all of this is in the show notes oh my goodness thank you so much to sarah that was so kind of you i like got a notification someone sent you money for uh what did she say she said something like nothing original supremacy and i was like eh. um was my so friends do better um <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. Nothing Original the Podcast is brought to you by Victoria Cruz Falk and Catherine Perini. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash nothingoriginalpod or go to our website nothingoriginalpod.us to support us any way you can. Don't forget to share with a friend and don't forget to download because we don't know how the analytics work, but we think the downloads mean something. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>